All the major news stories made simple and easy for your listening pleasure. We'll break it down for you in key words for the segment. We're joined by Adam. Good morning. Well, happy, uh, happy hump day, Lena. Happy hump day. <laughs> happy hump day, indeed. Thanks for joining us. Very happy to be here. All right. Are you excited for the latest James Bond film? Uh, I haven't seen it yet because I can't get a seat. No. It's just Wait. so popular. Uh, all right. All uh, right. Oh, uh, yeah, uh, because I want to watch it in a, an IMAX theater. I'm very I particular s- about that. Yeah, and yeah. we're spaced out a little bit more in the theater. Right. And all the good seats have been uh, uh, already reserved, unfortunately, <laughs> for the next few days. So. You're ruining it for our listeners. So, <laughs> well, no, but I, I'm picky in that way. I'd right. like to see it in a big screen, those types of uh, big scale movies. But of that's course. just me. I mean, if, if, that's not, if you're not bothered by that, then of yeah. course, to each their own. So, Actually, I yeah. don't mind the smaller screens either. I just really? want to be able to visit the movie theater and I'm yeah. good yeah yeah, yeah. just be, yeah. to be near popcorn although you yeah. can't have popcorn inside the theater I know I mean yeah. it's <sighs> fine that's all part of the experience yes yes have popcorn afterwards it will be good <laughs> but anyhow excited or not we will have the updates on Daniel Craig what's mm. high on in this hour so I wanted to do a little preview uh, it's time for keyword news at it this is. point uh, mm-hmm. let's jump into some of these major headlines here's our first pick of the day return to normalcy all right, so the government is eyeing a return to normal life sometime in the next two months, speaking mm. of visiting those movie theaters. Yeah. Uh, so what are officials actually saying about this sword uh, with corona plan? Mm, yeah, Health Minister uh, Kwon Duk says the government expects a gradual return, keyword being gradual there, uh, to normalcy between late October and early November. This would be the so-called, as you say, with corona scheme that mm. we've been hearing about, mm-hmm. where the focus would be more on serious cases rather than the daily uh, Cases, So they're kind of treating it more as just uh, your average respiratory uh, disease, mm. such as the common cold and mm. flu. Sure. Uh, Kwan noted the shift would happen when 80% of adults are fully vaccinated by that time. He said early November was the most likely timeline, considering it takes about two weeks to build immunity following vaccinations. Now, under the envisioned system, there is no massive quarantine and infection tracing. A lot of the restrictions will be eased. Mm. Uh, Patients also will most likely stay and recover at home since Mm. symptoms are mostly mild rather than being recommended to go to your local health clinic or hospital. But a few things on the checklist Mm. will likely stay. Right. Uh, Kwon, however, did stress that maintaining basic quarantine measures would be important Mm. as well, such as uh, personal hygiene, washing your hands. Uh, It's kind of a no-brainer. I mean, even prior to the pandemic, I'd hope that people will do more of that. But now now it's just a priority for everyone. Yeah. So as you say, it doesn't Mm. mean lifting all the relevant public health restrictions. Mask wearing, for example, uh, Mm. would continue to be mandated Mm. in uh, certain settings as well. So... Uh, As the government says, gradual return to normalcy. I actually began investing in colorful masks. Who knew? Yeah, it's all part of the fashion now, isn't it? The thing is, to embrace it long term, I thought, okay, let's keep things just a little bit more creative. Yeah, I mean, you know, we have to live with it. Might as well spruce (laughs) things up a little bit. (laughs) If we have the option (laughs) anyhow. All right, moving on to our second keyword of the day. More foreigners infected. Uh, While the government seeks to slowly switch to this with corona scheme, infections are continuing to rise in the country, uh, particularly a rising number of cases in the foreigner population within the country is also Mm. an area of concern. Uh, What's the latest, Adam? Yeah, so over the last week, foreign residents accounted for about 16% of newly confirmed cases. Uh, So if we put that into a different perspective, 208 out of 100,000 foreigners here in Korea were infected. Mm. Uh, The infection 
infection rate for Koreans is 23 out of 100,000. So that's almost a ninefold difference. Mm. Mm. Now, foreigners in the 20s and 30s took up the majority of infections, mostly coming from the capital region as well. Uh, the vaccination rate as well among the foreign population is also lower compared to Koreans. Full vaccination rate reached just over 24% for that group as mm-hmm. of Sunday. Mm. Uh, the government has been working to get more foreigners vaccinated uh, by setting up more vaccination centres and mm. even going to them in person for shots, and as well as waiving certain penalties for illegal immigrants as well. That's a kind of a, a move that they've been practising for a mm. while now, but uh, it seems that there are maybe some hesitancies, mm. especially among the undocumented uh, migrants here in Korea. The fear of deport- uh, deportation, right? right. Um, I mean, they did begin to offer one-dose regimen, mm. the Johnson & Johnson right. vaccines, to these undocumented yeah. foreigners, and they did ensure that they will not be deported. Um, mm. They're given these temporary numbers to get mm. vaccinated, right? And they also came up with uh, makeshift vaccination centers mm. to address problems. However, is it effective? So far, it just doesn't seem sufficient. And it seems that those fears are mm. still uh, in mm. place at the moment, yeah. But it's not just foreigners where vaccination numbers are low. Uh, administering doses to the remaining unvaccinated population, namely in those under 20s and 30s, has emerged as a top priority, but reservations are quite low for those who mm. are yet to be vaccinated. What yeah. is the rate so far? Yeah, so as of today, actually, only uh, about 5% of the 5.5 million unvaccinated Koreans made appointments. Uh, reservations have been available since the 18th, but few people are are booking their shots. So Mm. that 5% is quite a low number considering the the time that they've had to make those reservations. Mm -hmm. Now, the reservation deadline is actually 6pm tomorrow, so just a a day to go. So the government is urging the unvaccinated to book their vaccine as soon as possible. Currently, there are no plans to provide additional reservation opportunities in October. That might change, who knows? Uh, But uh, Moderna vaccines will be administered to those who have reserved shots uh, from Friday, in fact, so the beginning of October. Mm. Uh, Whether more reservations spots will open up remains to be seen there is an announcement by the government that's coming on Friday about the social distancing measures whether it will be included in that announcement remains to be seen but yeah for the moment no plans and the vaccines will be rolled out from the uh, 1st of October All right, on to our third keyword of the day Lifting state of emergency. Turn to the situation in Japan now. The country will lift the coronavirus state of emergency this week for the first time in more than six months. Uh, Mm -hmm. What's the latest and what really led to this decision? Yeah, so Japan will be lifting the measures for the first time, as you say, in uh, more than six months in a bid to reactivate its economy uh, because infections are slowing down at the moment in the country. Uh, Prime Minister Yoshihira Suga announced that restrictions will be eased gradually uh, as well. Mm. Uh, Officials are prepared preparing for the relaxed rules by instituting other plans such as vaccine passports and virus tests. Uh, The government will also introduce a certification system whereby only approved restaurants can stay open until 9pm. It's currently uh, curfewed at 8pm. As well as a ban on serving alcohol uh, will be Mm. lifted everywhere unless local governors object. Mm. Now, governors in Osaka, Hyogo and Kyoto have said they plan to keep the emergency measures in place while closely monitoring the virus situation. So it's 
not a universal mm. nationwide thing that's happening. Mm. It is to the discretion of the the government uh, yeah. governors of each province and Those region. Those are major regions you right. just mentioned. Yes, uh, and the emergency will be lifted shortly after the ruling Liberal Democratic Party picks its new mm. chief as well. That person will replace. Yoshihira Suga as Prime Minister. All right, on to our fourth keyword of the day. Workplace disaster law. So a controversial new law aimed at improving safety and protection for employees from industrial accidents has been endorsed by the cabinet. President Moon Jae-in is standing by the passage saying the law must be fully implemented. Mm, yeah, the law seeks to enhance safety management mm. by increasing punishment of business owners and CEOs for any industrial accidents caused from, uh, say, lax oversight or poor safety management. Uh, this comes on the heels of a range of uh, a slew of um, industrial accidents that happened in Korea because of these lax uh, oversights. Now, Mm. business owners are subject to a minimum one-year prison sentence or a fine of 1 billion won in case of deadly industrial accidents Mm. uh, caused by insufficient safety measures. Mm. The corporate entity itself could also receive a fine of 5 billion won. Uh, Now, during the cabinet meeting, Moon instructed top officials to enforce the law uh, to its fullest. He added the legislation was passed with the aim of preventing industrial accidents. On paper, it's sounds like it would mm, work. So right. why is there growing criticism and backlash from both parties, the workers and even the management side? Right. Uh, the Federation of Korean Industries, for one, criticized what it called the ambiguity uh, in the new law, citing mm. concerns on business contractions and unnecessary lawsuits. Uh, they fear that a lot of workers may take advantage of them mm. um, and exploit the new law mm. into their advantage. Now, employers have demanded a provision on penalty exemption when the cause of an accident is clearly the fault of an employee or by natural disasters, but that was actually left out Mm. of the decree. Uh, From the workers' perspective, the Federation of Korean Trade Unions also expressed dissatisfaction, saying that most of its recommendations were not taken into account. It also pointed to how the new law excluded brain and cardiovascular-related diseases as possible occupational illnesses. So basically the criticism is about the ambiguity and uh, the lack of detail, if you will. Uh. Of the new law, they say it's a bit um, open to interpretation. At the if yeah. if we were to provide a different angle, is that when we do enact these new law, there will always be room for ambiguity. Of course, right. we should address it, but mm. it does also take time and adjustment to, I think, get there. And we're just not close. Right. It is a new law. There yeah. could be adjustments and amendments down the road, but for the time being, mm. uh, yeah, very controversial at the moment. It seems mm. dissatisfactory in mm. all parties involved. That's probably not a good a good new law. No, not really. All right, on to our fifth key word of the day. Battery plants. The Korean battery maker SK Innovation is expanding its global battery production capacity. It has teamed up with Ford to invest trillions of won into building more battery plants um, Mm. per I mean, I think it's to address demand. Uh, right. Tell us more. Yeah, so we are living in an age of where more electric vehicles are being seen on the roads. Uh, now, the two firms will invest more than 10 trillion won to build three electric vehicle battery factories in the US. Ford also uh, announced it will invest another 3 trillion won to build an electric truck assembly near mm. one of the battery plants. 
uh, and that plant would be the one that will be built in Tennessee. The remaining, uh, the remaining two will be built in Kentucky. Uh, the investment is part of a joint venture that's called Blue Oval SK. Now, both firms will each invest just over five trillion won to build the battery plants, which are expected to start production in 2025. Now, this is actually the biggest single investment made by both companies. Mm-hmm. In fact, so it's mm-hmm. a big investment for Ford and SK Innovation. Mm. Uh, the combined production capacity of the three plants is enough for more than two million EVs uh, with 60 kilowatt batteries. So mm. certainly expanding in terms of the EV battery realm. And it's not just SK Innovation. LG is also getting into the mix as well by uh, planning to build more factories All in the US. Right. On to our last keyword of the day. Mitsubishi Assets Sale. So tensions continue to brew between Korea and Japan. This time it's over a Korean court order to sell Mitsubishi's assets in the country in order to compensate for wartime forced labor victims. So Tokyo is, of course, not happy with the ruling, saying that there was a sense of finality mm-hmm. uh, in the history book. So right. what did it have to say? Yeah, Japanese Foreign Minister Toshimitsu Motegi expressed, quote, deep regret over the order. He said Tokyo has filed a complaint mm. to the Korean government as well as summoned a Korean diplomat based in Japan. Motegi added that he urged what he called proper measures from his Korean counterpart Chong Yong during their meeting last week as well. Uh, Japan has been warning that the liquidation of Japanese companies' assets uh, in Korea could cause, uh, quote, serious consequences. It's also been insisting that compensation issues have been settled under this treaty that was signed between the two countries in 1965 to normalize ties. Mm. Tokyo also says that Seoul is violating international laws with this court order. So in response, Seoul's foreign ministry said that such claims are one-sided and arbitrary. The ministry added that Seoul hopes uh, dialogue with Tokyo can come at an early date to resolve the issues uh, in terms of uh, an agreement that they can both agree on. Mm. But it noted that Japan continually uh, urging Korea to come up with solutions does not help the situation. Because Japan is saying, we put the ball in your court, it's up to you, we've already this is the end of the discussion. And Korea saying, no, you need to compensate these victims. Right. All right. We'll leave it there for today. (laughs) Thank you very much, Adam, for today's coverage. I'll see you tomorrow. You're welcome. See you tomorrow. If you're listening to our program using the podcast service, just a reminder that we do go live Monday through Friday, 7 a.m. Korea Standard Time. So tune in and help us make the show more informative by giving us your input. See you bright and early on Good Morning Seoul.